Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Hanging out with you guys, all you mechanical maniacs right here from the uh, 88.7, the Pulse Studios, East Valley Institute of Technology. Always an honor to hang. If you're new to the show, we're an automotive lifestyle show. Hundreds of shows up on WrenchNation.tv and in studio. Always an honor to work with my co-host, Mr. Greg Ovis with G's Up. Dot com. Welcome, Greg. What's going on? How are you, man? I'm doing all right. It's a good week so far. It is, although it got hot. We're going to talk about the heat. Yeah, it did. Some of you still have some remnants of snow up there in North Dakota, but man, it just got hot like fast yep. here in the desert. I remind you, get on to uh, WrenchNation.tv. I know you guys will dip in and out of the show. I respect that. Your life is busy. Our podcast goes up Sunday. And a big shout out to KFNX uh, weekend listeners. Uh, we've heard from you guys and and. It's always cool to hang. Show number 231, Magnus Walker, Free Spirit of Expression and Style. You can catch that. Now, here's an automotive industry. We'll tap into some of those series. Uh, Number 230, Underhood and Under Stress. The shortage of automotive technicians, supply chain. My goodness, I I hope the statistics, Greg, don't show... That mechanics have been seen to have an uptick of drinking because there's so much, like a lot of places are busy right yeah, now. Yeah, they really are. And the shortage, we talk about it, it is real. There are there are methods. Um, you know, A, you better have a good culture in your operation, to say the least. Yeah, if you don't have a good culture, it's going to be hard to work around all that. Big time. So uh, before we cover some of the news uh, and get into some of the classic car uh, information as well, I wanted to announce today's uh, show topic. Man, we love to do this. Like every six months, maybe twice a year, we get into the wild, wacky, zany oddities of vehicles. And I figured let's go back in time over 100 years in this little hour that we have. <laughs> we talk uh, fast. We Well, well yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we're going to cover the the wild and wacky. Oh, cool. I have, of, I have a couple of them come to mind already. So. I've got a couple in the shop right now. No, <laughs> but some of you know what I'm talking about. It's it's that the landscape over the last hundred years has seen its fair share of wild and wacky, right? So we're going to dive in like movie vehicle wild and wacky. Um, tried to make it as an elite sports car wild mm-hmm. and wacky, and uh, maybe a few other categories. But I figured we uh, we touch upon. Uh, that wild and wacky is a refresher, a little midweek yeah, refresher. I love, I love stuff like this. Yeah, so what's uh, shaking? I got some news coverage, but I, I, I want to talk to you. Classic cars, antiquities, what's happening on that front? I know you recently talked about sort of this post-auction vibe. Yeah, there's a post-auction vibe every year where people that didn't get the car they wanted, now they want to buy one, build it, restore it. So this is now the season, so to speak, to find your project Start picking some quality colors. Get a How does one, car. let's get into that, because you mentioned last week that's kind of uh, folks that uh, may want to revisit. Uh, they have another product to sell coming in the fall and then, you know, 23, you yep. know, January. Where are folks finding deals? I mean, I, I mean, well, if the, it's hard, I know. The but deals are out there. One thing to think about is there is a lot of other smaller auctions that aren't so prevalent on TV or entertainment purposes. So if you go to like proxybig.com. Proxy big? Proxy bid. Bid. I'm going to uh, type it up in studio. Yeah, type it up. You'll yeah. find some auto auctions where you can get some really good deals. 
Uh, it'll help you get started, so to speak, in the auto auction industry. Uh, and you can find some good deals. Um, but like last week, I mentioned the best deals at the auctions are the first few hours of the day and the last few hours. Yeah, I mean, there's timing to that for sure. So, but yeah, there's some good But proxy bid auctions online. I'm going to have that in the show notes. I'll have that link. Uh, easy to bid. Join yep. live and timed online auctions, yada, 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 from trusted sellers. Mm -hmm. How important is that? I mean, there's it's there's huge. shady business out there. It's huge. They have all, they've done a lot of the pre-qualifying pre of the VINs, the paperwork, the backstories. So there's a lot of confidence you can have on building, bidding from that website. Yeah, I'm just jumping on the website, guys. Proxy bid, P-R-O-X-I-B-I-D. And it has you know, old cars. Oh, wait a minute. You can, get your, you can get a John Deere tractor. I like that. Oh, yeah. You can get jewelry. There's auctions for... All kinds of estate sales, but I always obviously look for the classic car category. Coins and currency. Yep. Yep. Fine art and rare memorabilia. Yep. Uh, benefit and charity. That's nice. Mm -hmm. uh, they got a ton of stuff, so that's a good start. It's a good start. Uh, we'll do our homework for folks tuning in over the next few weeks to sort of follow through, mm -hmm. because I, I do see a lot of folks right now sort of getting their ammo ready to to pick something, mm -hmm. you know. And, and on proxy bid. It's real easy to get an account started. It doesn't take a lot of upfront money. There is some qualifying things that you have to, you know, put through the process, but very easy to get. I like easy because, yeah. And ready to go. Yeah, I love that. All right, listen, our, our friends in Ukraine, uh, this ain't a political show. You guys know that. What's going down in Ukraine is ridiculous. Let's just leave it at that. You guys watch enough of that nighttime news to see the horror. This is an automotive show. So how are we reporting automotive relationships to Ukraine? Well, I, I, I pick out on Volkswagen, Greg, because right now Volkswagen has, there's quite a few auto manufacturers in Ukraine, but specifically to wiring harnesses for the Volkswagen platform, they have, they have a huge production plant and deliveries of those electrical cable harnesses that produce right in Ukraine They've been hit by this invasion. Yeah, that's that's going to affect them big time. Out of Berlin, it says Volkswagen will also halt. Uh, they, they, they're halting it, obviously. Um, you know, we've heard about, okay, well, we're not doing business with you, no, whatever. But specifically to these cars, a production of Volkswagen, Audi, and Cupra, compact battery. <laughs> uh, that's the name, C-U-P-R-A. It's not popular here, but it's funny how European, like, Renault's big. Mm -hmm. You see it somebody is. driving a Renault over here, like, okay, what's his problem? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I mean, I say that respectfully. They're all, they're they're built. They're built vehicles, mm -hmm. but there's demands that are different across the globe. Automaker will halt production at its, at its here's my Ukrainian, Zivako plant from Tuesday to Friday in its factory in Dresden from Wednesday. To, so they're slowing things down. And they're not able to get, uh, they're not able to get, you know, uh, that to market. Uh, hopefully it's not a big dent. I mean, I haven't heard none of my Volkswagen suppliers have said, oh, we can't get you that part. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Volkswagen Group's global supplier network, which compromises more than 40,000. You know, Volkswagen is a giant. They're huge. They are huge. So I want you guys to stay tuned. We are going to come back. Uh, before we hit break, I want to announce the Automotive Skills Challenge. Career EVIT, Career EVIT, and college prep. It's going down, people. Uh, that's going to start uh, Saturday, March 26th. You've got students that are qualified for this Automotive Underhood Challenge. There will be over $5,500 in prizes. And all my car show collector people, 
It's easy to get into this one. Day of, cars are like 30 bucks. Bicycles, 20. Best dyno competition, 20 bucks. If you got the big beefy horsepower or you got that quiet EV, you want to get on the dyno. It is amazing. And it's going to be the Automotive Skills Challenge that's happening uh, March 26th. You can roll in about 8 o'clock. Great partnerships in the community. Santan, Ford, Lincoln, Ford's backing 100%. Earnhardt, Matco Tools, our friends and family over at Tech Force Foundation, Chapman, Napa. The list goes on. This that's is a big, a big deal. List. Automotive Skills Challenge and spectators. Wow. You don't have to be in the industry if you want to watch these young talents Go after it under hood with some difficult problems. They are competing. Automotive Skills Challenge, March 26th, right here at EVIT, people. Be back, Ranch Nation. I want my mileage back. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG, BG. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Whether you're looking for a full-service direct mail or you just simply want a few marketing materials printed for use in your store, MailShark has got you covered. With over 10 years of client service success with direct mail postcards, restaurant box toppers, magnets, and so much more, MailShark is there to help your marketing team acquire the clients you deserve. Pay weekly, pay as you go. There is no pressure, no contracts, direct mail. For more details, visit themailshark.com. Vision collision. God forbid you get into an accident or you get a little bumper, fender, bender, slight, or even if you've got that shopping cart that ends up scratching the side of your newer ride. My friends at Vision Collision, they're certified. They deal with insurance companies, but also what I really like is they were able to deal with my situation. I didn't want to exercise my insurance and I paid out of pocket and they gave me a very fair price with quality work. So for any complete auto body paint and repair, you want that small business, the heart of business that treats you one-on-one vision collision 480-248-9049 visioncollision.com when you're thinking about body shop or collision work paint repair dent repairs collision wheel restoration vision collision is the way to go tell them frank at wrench nation sent you 480-248-9049 480-248-9049 vision collision parts authority auto parts superstores nationwide locations you know one of the problems that i can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time the quality isn't there well guess what Who's yelling at me, my clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority, Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com.
Right on. Welcome back. Wrench Nation hanging out with you guys from the EVA East Valley Institute of Technology. Listen, we've been out here for almost five years with you, and, and we've heard from you. And we thank you guys. It means a lot. Like we're singing in the shower, man. We ain't going to do this unless we're happy. And you make us happy, and we don't sing in the shower too good. No, Maybe. not at all. Not at all. But uh, Greg Ovis with com. If you're in the market, man, uh, whether you're buying or selling, he's the man. He's the outlet. Anything on your plate right now that that uh, Actually, you're working on that we could tease folks about? What do you got? Actually, there is. Um, I was uh, involved with a meeting yesterday with a client with has some Buick Regal Grand Nationals. So the Grand National is a package that Regal offered. It's a it's a horsepower type package. It was uh, built to compete with the Corvette. So right now I have my fingers on. A Grand National as well as a GTX. The Grand National, the ultimate 1980s muscle car. They are. I remember the 80s mm-hmm. people. And yeah. yeah, we were trying to tweak we were trying to tweak everything yep. under hood. So if you're interested in, in that style of car, email me, greggsup.com. Well, and, you're domestic, you do it all. Yeah. But let yeah. me know if you're interested. I have a couple uh my pulse on a couple of them. Right on, RentureNation.tv. Check that out, family. And then uh, we are talking about some of the oddities. Now, some of you drive odd vehicles. We're not knocking you, man. Get your oddity on. We love you for that. Yeah, you but have to love the custom stuff. We do. I've had a few oddities. I, I, I uh, Way back when, before I had the garage, my first garage in the mid-90s, um, you know, when you're young, you just do everything. You, you got tentacles and everything, right? So yep. I actually was a little DJ, and I had this old two-door Nissan, and I piled in speakers. I had all my gear in the trunk. What kind of Nissan? It was a Nissan. No, no, help me out because I'm trying. You um, you know, two forty Pulse. Two forty, not the Pulse. Okay, Pulsar. No, the two forty. Okay, that little car. That's a future classic. Now that car's worth money now. Yeah, and you put speakers in the back. I wouldn't expect. I loaded up gear, pulled it up, pulled up to the Biltmore up in there. It's like, what kind of what kind of (laughs) DJ is this guy? But when you're young, you just you do what you You got to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, before we get into wild, odd, and wacky, we got to have some definitions. The definition of wild, not tamed or domesticated. (laughs) Sounds like some of your family members. I like it. The definition of odd, differing in nature from what is ordinary, usual, or expected. Some of you like to be odd. I think think I'm in there. I'm not ordinary when it comes to vehicles, that's for sure. And lastly, wacky, odd, or irrational, just plain crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, there's your definition. So, in terms of vehicles, uh, that's kind of how we left it in that category. And, and and you guys, if you're not driving, please don't text and drive. If you're hanging with the show on the replay, you can certainly look these cars up online. We'll do our best as uh, non-radio people well, and I, paint a picture. But I have a car, and we'll bounce back and forth. All right, I have a couple. The first one is the Peel P50, the Peel, P-E-E-L, P50. A lot of you auto enthusiasts, gearheads. What year? Uh, Well, they were, first off, the P50 goes down as one of the smallest vehicles made. And I'm trying to paint a picture, so let me just type this up and look at a picture. I mean, if you look at it, you think it's one of those pedal carts you get your kid. That's the best way I can describe it. Uh, it was built by Peel Engineering on the Isle of Man. A lot of you know Isle of Man for some great 
Rolling Stones concerts. <laughs> uh, the three-wheeled P50 was big enough for one adult and a small shopping bag. Your little Trader Joe's shopping bag. That's about it. There was no luggage room. If you're going on the golf course, this was not, you know, you, this wasn't it. Right. But the Peel uh, P550. 2010, it earned a place in the Guinness Book of World Records as the teensiest, tiniest, smallest production car ever made. There's a few of them out there. And that's the one that had the, like, suicide doors. Well, everything on this is suicide. These tires are the size of (laughs) this little Hot Wheels car in studio. I mean, you can just pick it up. (laughs) You can just, like, yeah. I mean, there's probably a ton of Peel P50 videos on YouTube. Uh, People doing all kinds of funny things with it. It's tiny. Only 27. You know, Jay Leno's got a Peel P50. Oh, does he really? I think so. I think. I wouldn't Why wouldn't he have one of these? Yeah, he has to have one. I mean, he's got such an eclectic array, but only 27 of the original models are still known to be in existence. Wow. It's been relaunched, people. There's a rebirth you never, never know as a suitable electric vehicle. Now, (laughs) I don't know how they're going to battery pack that thing. Yeah, where's the room? Picture... Your four-year-old's pedal car. You know the red and yellow, you know, trim? Fire engine? You know, with the big bubble? Oh, yeah, the plastic ones. That's exactly how this Peel P50 looks. Yeah, pretty much the same size. <laughs> That's a car that'll give you a belly laugh, but be careful. <laughs> because remember, we're covering wild, odd, and wacky. Be respectful of people that are wild, wacky, and odd. Right. They may have one. Never know. I've never seen one at an auction. I, I can't say that I have either. I don't even think I've seen one in real life. It's so crazy. All right. Put, what's on your list? I'll have to of, put that on my list. Yeah. I say we hunt one of these down. So one of the ones that I have that's odd is a lot of people don't know that American Express partnered up years ago to build a car. What? They Did need, you know that? Wait a minute. They got they made so much money in merchant services. They <laughs> American Express partnered up. All right. I got to look this up. To provide a car. All right. What kind of? Why? First off, Why? Well, I'll, I'll get to that. All what right. it is, is they partnered up with DeLorean. Oh, gosh. And they 24-karat gold-plated DeLoreans. And they offered them to their gold customers. Now, it wasn't a, a big success, but there are a couple gold DeLoreans that were created with partnership with American Express that are still out there. All right, I'm typing this in. In 1980, uh, American Express teamed up with DeLorean. See? That, listen, 1980 was a really... You know what? Wild, odd, and wacky was 1980. That's right. I mean, uh, teamed up with DeLorean to produce a 24-karat gold-plated DMC-12. Yep. Only two were sold. Now, I want to know who the two people were. Well, it's interesting. They, it, <laughs> it was, I read about it. They built five total, but three of them were kept by owners, managers, but two of them were actually sold. And the last known uh, locations of those is one was in the at at the Peterson Museum in the vault oh. is what I last read, and the other one is in Reno in an auto museum. Um, that car was offered for eighty five thousand dollars back in the day when you'd get your catalogs every and, season, and that was the same price as a Ferrari back then. That would be worth about two hundred and twenty k today. Yep. And you could have, you could have, 1980, you're sitting down with your American Express Christmas catalog. <laughs> oh, honey, we need to buy that one. Yeah, and the interesting part is American Express allowed the buyers to charge the $10,000 deposit on their American Express card. <laughs> this is slick. So it was slick. But yeah, there's two gold DeLoreans on display in museums that are still out there. Here's the advertisement. If we step back, what is that? Almost, what, 42 years? 1980? Yeah. My math sucks. Yep. 
42. This Christmas, American Express brings you the gold at the end of the rainbow. And here's the picture. <laughs> Gifts that are expressly yours. Yeah. It was all about gift. Like, if you made it and you had an Amex, you got a gold card, you might as well get a gold DeLorean. That so that's that's my odd car so far. I have a couple more, but that's yeah, the Yeah, well, let's ping pong this. Uh, this may not be odd, but there's an interesting story. The Honda N600 platform. Uh, let me type that in so I can get everything square. That vehicle, you guys can check that out, N600. Now, that was during a time... Where, remember back in the day, probably right after the gas, you know, the big gas crunch, a lot of you may not remember, in the 70s, like you waited on the odd days you filled and even days you filled. Some would say, well, we're repeating that currently with inflation. (laughs) But when the Japanese came on scene, you know, Honda was already involved mechanically in a lot of other stuff. But when they came on the scene, it was an answer to the big gas guzzlers. Like, as Americans, we weren't having it. But when that gas price started to go bananas, um, yeah, that little Honda N600 looked pretty good. That was introduced in the United States as the 600 sedan in 1969. And uh, they exported these and um, primarily designed for the U.S. and European markets who wanted more power from their small vehicles. Check this out, Greg. You guys look at the picture, N600, Honda N600. Isn't it like a truck in the back? It, it is actually a little two-door. Or maybe, it's not, no, it's not the truck. Here, maybe I'll, they, I'll flip maybe it they took the hatchback Here off it is, because I've actually seen oh, yeah, variations on this. There and, is. And forgive us, guys. We're not, if this was a TV show, we'd have a, a photo of the car right here. <laughs> but if you're listening to this on replay, we're doing our best. Um, what got me on this N600, it is a little different, but mainly different based upon that current time of history mm-hmm. where we were we we drove tanks man we wanted big blocks this little car had a top speed of 77 miles per hour boasted an impressive uh turn uh turn of pace for a small car built in the 60s 25,000 models are made so that's a future classic like yep. if you see this at a car show now um again we're not calling you odd weird or crazy uh but it is an oddity and it's an it, it's a it's sort of a weird car, throwback to the 1970s. Here comes this little thumb fumble looking mm-hmm. thing, um, and the price back then uh, was more or less a class of its own. Honda decided to target young Americans wanting to upgrade from their C100 Super Cubs. That <laughs> N600 had a price tag of thirteen hundred dollar. Wow, thirteen ninety under fourteen hundred bucks when it was launched. That's crazy, making it affordable. Yeah, for everyone, and fuel efficient, obviously. Well, this brings me to, like, today, like, the, the used car and new car market's off the rails, buku expensive. Will we reset? Are we going to start seeing some of the more smaller EV-based? I mean, we got battery issues to solve, and we got, mm-hmm. you know, charging stations. Well, but I- we're right in that era, dude, of, of 70s high inflation. Yeah, I have a, a couple friends of mine that have the big diesel trucks, and, you know, they're buying a little Honda Civic for I town. Did. You Dude, know, they're back, buying the Acura and the Toyota. And I bought the Big Daddy King Ranch. I mean, this thing was Lazy Boy on wheels. Star- oh, I'm I mean, a Ford. I did, I'm a Ford guy. Ah, you know that. But I bought right. that diesel. It's a nice truck. In 08. Oh, yeah. And the gas popped. It was $100 a barrel. It's funny because today it's, what, 107 Right. 108 But I just got tired. Brie, I was, to fill this thing up, 
buck 30, buck four. And then they Easy. had, they had the death fluid. <laughs> like I got to add this fluid, this urea basically is what it is. Right. But you're right. Are we as consumers going to park our big stuff? There's a lot of unknowns with this Ukrainian Russian thing. I don't want to get sidetracked, but, uh, that was the era in the seventies. The Japanese knew it. They made smaller cars mm -hmm. and history wrote itself because, because of it, Honda, Toyota, you name it. Mm -hmm. What's on your list before we, uh, take a quick uh, break. Well, another rare one is like a 1959, 1960 Fiat Jolly. Jo I just love the name Jolly. Yeah, J-O-L-L-Y. All right, let's it's look this one rare, up. It's a very rare car. Fiat, Fiat Jolly. Fiat Jolly. And what it is, it's more of like an island car. It has a wicker seats. It has a wicker <laughs> roof. It, abs it absolutely reminds I, me of Fantasy Island for some I, reason. I, listen, I know it's radio taboo. We're supposed to like express and paint a picture for you, but it is a jolly looking car. It is. It's got wicker seats. No doors. No doors. It's got two cute little headlights up front. This um, is so adorable. I just I just pulled it up and I'm looking at it and like I, I am thinking it's classic a, Miami Vin Diesel when he's out in the sun and no, he's hanging no, no. out. And, no, 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 no. I don't think Vin Diesel. Well, I don't know. Vin Diesel knows well, who he is. They're, they're made for beach cars. They're made for island cars. I would drive this one. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be out in Catalina. Yep. Now they do come in, a, you know, the, the rarest color is like a navy blue. If you have an original Fiat Jolly navy blue, that's a high dollar one. Um, a lot of the white, yellow, coral colors are still out there. Um, but the blue is the rarest one. But it's a cool car. I mean, uh, just it's just fun to drive. You just when you when you look at it, you want to smile. Well, we talked about this a few shows ago. We mentioned just a minute ago some of these some of these cars they're they're going to get converted to mm -hmm. to batteries, e yep. electric vehicles. Yep. And so you could be styling with a Fiat Jolly on an island somewhere. I could see that as an island vehicle. Yeah. But it looks like it could turn into a rust bucket. What happens to that wicker? I don't know. <laughs> You know, I mean, if you figure you're in Hawaii, hey, well, you you ever see a toolbox from a mechanic in Hawaii? <laughs> That's a rusted pile. The drawers are all stuck. I had a there. wonderful technician years ago, came from Hawaii, actually Guam. He's oh, military. Wow. Then he stayed on, like, he was out in Guam. This thing was so salt ridden. <laughs> just, and he loved it. He said, what's wrong with my box? There's nothing wrong with my box. Meanwhile, everybody else in Arizona's right. got the shiny boxes. Yeah. You the, know. the one thing on the Fiat Jolly, though, is a lot, it doesn't really get a lot of mileage. You know, people take it when, with them when they travel, they go on vacations, or they, they store, you know, for seasonal use. There's not a lot of mileage on them, so the wear and tear isn't as bad as you might think. All of my RV people, would you tow in the back of your RV, your diesel pusher, this little Fiat Jolly? Tow? You could probably put it in the bed. <laughs> probably load it on the roof. Here's another one before we go to break. You guys are familiar. The AMC Pacer. Oh, yeah. That car remains one of the most unusual cars ever built back in 75 by the world-famous American Motors Corporation. It's got that little jelly bean styling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, wasn't too mechanically sound. And I think it may have had a resurgence in antiquity appeal of course, Wayne's World. I was just going to say that. Garth and friends sing along in the back with Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. That was the song. It was an odd vehicle. Mm -hmm. Some of you, hey, you may be on a hunt for an AMC Pacer. I'm sure they're out there. They're out there. They're rare, though, but they're out there. We got a special phone call coming in on uh, the discussion 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking weird, odd, crazy, Looney Tune Town vehicles. We are going to step deeper back in time, maybe cut the uh, early 1900s era. And uh, I want you guys to stay tuned. Ranch Nation. of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, Tech Force Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking at 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over. If you feel like you can tinker with the best of them, head on over to techforce.com. Your next classic vehicle find should not be daunting. There's so many different areas that you could potentially look at buying your next classic car. Why go it alone? Whether you're adding to your collection or adding your very first classic car to your driveway, Greg Ovist with GWEZUP.com, GZUP.com. Greg is passionate. His attention to detail in helping you find your next dream car. Check out GWEZUP.com. Greg Ovist will help you find your next dream car. Greg Ovist, GZUP.com. Ah, uh, those dreaded merchant service calls. Your fees, we can save you. <laughs> These calls come in all the time, and as a small business owner, it's hard to really truly know what we will truly save at the end of the day. Dan Arndt and his team at Card Connect Paradise make it happen. Your merchant savings up to 75% group rates. Merchant service fees don't have to be a disaster. Give Dan Arndt and his team a call, 480-289-6304, or search online, Card Connect Paradise. Card Connect Paradise. Right on, welcome back, Wrench Nation, hanging out with you guys. Always, always honored, man. You, you guys rock, we've heard from you. If you're new to our show, we are your favorite automotive lifestyle show. Yes, we get into the car tips once in a while, but you know what? We just enjoy highlighting a multitude of guests from all over the globe. All the good works they're doing, some interesting and fascinating. You can find those shows on wrenchnation.tv, and we are super grateful uh, if you could help partner up with some of our partners on the website uh, that's listed there. A lot of great automotive companies. So if you feel that you may have a need, we are asking you, please, and of course, thank you as we bow. Automotive Skills Challenge, man, it's happening, EVIT. Uh, that's happening uh, March 26th. You've got a lot of young, great talent under a hood. I'll be out there. Greg, you probably be out there. Yep. Wrench Nation, uh, of course, Spectators, you can start up at 9 a.m. There's over 5,500 in prizes. Thanks to a lot of our friends, wow. Santan Ford, Earnhardt, Snap-on, TechForce Foundation. Uh, so if you have a car, make sure you can register. Day of, no pomp and circumstance. And what's the date again on it that? It is March 26th. Okay. Uh, just here in a few weeks on Saturday. Uh, rolling time is about 8 o'clock. Showtime is at 10. You will see some of the most gifted, talented automotive technicians right here, uh, the East Valley Institute of Technology. They will be competing. And listen, some of you are saying, what are they going to do, adjust carburetors? <laughs> no, man. We're talking about communicating with controlled area networks, identifying and sourcing volt issues within a series of sensors 
that keep that car running. So it's a great time. So don't forget Automotive Skills Challenge, March 26th. Greg, you know, we talk about these odd vehicles. Yes. Some of us have these odd vehicle friendship relationships. And I think we have <laughs> we have a cool cat hanging with us. Let's bring him in, Bree. Is this Mr. Brew? Yes. What is. up, buddy? <laughs> What's what up? up bro? How's it going? Good, good. Hey, so you got a story like you're not reading about odd, and we, we, we always say get your odd on, but my understanding yeah. is you just bought something pretty odd. What you got? Yeah, you know, I, I had this work truck, and I decided, when I saw this this thing, I thought, I have to have it, and I put, my, I put the energy out there. And, um, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We got to really talk did. about that. Wait, what how kind did of that energy? Happen? Like, you put peanut butter in the hand and jelly in the oven, and said, please bring me yeah. odd. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I got to have this thing. So I, I, I put it out there that, hey, I told this friend of mine that ended up with this with this 86 Astro van. I said, I said, man, I got to have this thing. I got I got if you want to trade for this Colorado, you know, um, we can. So we did. He, he called me up. It just brewed with him. A couple of weeks later, called me up and said, let's do it. This thing is an 86 Astro van with six wheels on it. <laughs> that's a, it's, that's a tandem axle. Tandem axle. It's a tandem axle, and it's shaved. It's got Cadillac lights prints into the roll pan. Those are <laughs> shaved. Um, shaved off door handles. And, and a phantom grill, and this thing is just a blast from the past. It, re, it reminds me of 1992. It's got KMCs from 1992, the KMC wheels. Oh wow! It's yeah, well, really it, it, cool. it uh-huh. has. It has. If I remember right, it has that Vortec 4.3. If I remember right, it could be the uh, the earlier. Maybe it's a 2.8. Either way, it was a V6. Yeah, it's earlier. As a younger tech, I I enjoyed working on those. Yeah. Those are not too bad. And being you know being friends with Rudy. He called me. He's like, oh, gee, you're not going to believe what I got today. And he sends me a picture of it on a tow truck at front of his house. <laughs> so this is a tandem axle uh, Chevy Astrovan, meaning it's got six wheels. It's stretched. So what are you going to use it for? Is it going to be your, like, uh, lift limo? <laughs> well, what I thought is, as I, I have my own business, and I'm an artist, so sometimes I have to travel around with certain pieces. I thought, what better way to get attention than rolling a custom uh, uh, work van around town you know and so that's kind of what i wanted to use it for of course i have a 16 year old son he saw it and i've offered him a few other vehicles he wants it so i thought well this, <laughs> I this would it. be a cool thing to have to, to just do up and take to the car shows hey let's give a shout out to your son what is his name his name is chase chase mendoza chase this is absolutely a future classic you will show up to the car show as a yeah. unique individual oddity that you will love yeah he'll get the attention for sure he will get he will, the, <laughs> he will get the attention rudy man we appreciate you calling in uh that is Thank awesome you. but you Thank know that's you. that's the story greg i mean you get people that you know are are like rudy said you just call that out to the universe but there's so much out there we there don't is. have to buy the, the norm. And I get it. This is sort of, a, sort of a backup. It's not. But hey, heck, make it a daily driver. Yeah, might as well. I mean, nowadays those cars are fun to build. They're they're bringing back that nostalgic from the eighties and the nineties. So uh, everyone's starting to fall in love with those that style right now. Yeah, you know what I like. If you go back in time, I don't know if you, how many of you remember this, but uh, all the old comedy shows, like going way back in time, like Laurel and Hardy, mm-hmm. they had a lot of fun in that Model T. Like that, you couldn't have that, you know, situation with Laurel and Hardy. I mean, they were talents in their own. Right. But during that era, the Model T. That was it. Bouncing around. So and that the, was entertainment. So the Model T wasn't an oddity. That was like the real deal. Like, I, I'm getting out of my horse and carriage. <laughs> I'm getting into a Model T. 
But just the era, you know, like I Love Lucy, some of the movies now we're, we're kind of going through, um, they had some pretty cool vehicles back in the day. Yeah, I mean. All loaded up with camera gear and everything. Yeah, I mean, when you think of like Beverly Hillbillies, you know, the car they had in that show, uh, you know, obviously Dukes of Hazard, Chips, you know, all these cool cars that were back, you know, old back then, now everyone loves them. So I'm excited to see all that era come back. Now, here's, a, here's an odd and weird, and I know a lot of you have seen it. If you've not, get with the times. National Lampoon's Vacation, the original, 1983. <laughs> no vehicle will ever be funnier than that Wagon Queen family truckster. <laughs> that Where, was a rare one. Oh Yeah, I mean, lots of filming in that vehicle. It's a car that has defined what a miserable, lousy, and totally hilarious hilarious vacation would be. Yeah, I remember that one. It had like eight headlights on the front of it. It had all this wood grain. Uh, the whole front end was customized. It, it had, was cool. It, Dude, the, those headlights like lasted for days up front. I mean, it was like so overkill. But uh, that car actually a replica, because we do actually wait a minute. No, it's uh, I was just double checking. It wasn't original. It was a replica. It sold in uh, at a Bear Jackson auction back in 2019. Oh, you know what? I did remember. I don't remember you were, what it you sold were, for. But I, do I was there. I just don't remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's so many vehicles. All right. So Brian Studio. Before we started this show, we were talking about. You know, we're gonna we're gonna. Talk up odd, weird cars. She said, well, you can't forget about uh, the love bug. Herbie. <laughs> yeah, you guys remember, 62 Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, that was the little sweet-natured yep. Herbie with that world-famous number 53. Yep. Everyone loved that car and that show even to this day. The love bug. Um, it actually sold, uh, you know, years ago. How much do you think a car like that would sell? I mean, it's movie memorabilia. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's gonna it's gonna get some money. It's gonna get some money, but there is a lot of replicas out there. So you have to there be is. Hundred twenty six thousand. Yeah, it, it got, and and that would have been that would have been a great investment, if you will, because sure. it's it's gonna be around. Like you, you could, could you imagine having a barbecue and having that little love bug? Yeah, it'll never go out of style. People say, oh, "What do you got over there?" It was enhanced, by the way. There was twenty one of these Volkswagen Beetles made, uh, for the Herbie. Uh, movie, Herbie. And I know there was a lot of technical engineering that was behind some of those cars to make the headlights move, the doors open. Well, it, they like I said, they had 21 for the filming, which is a lot of them, but they did have Porsche brakes, Connie shocks, yep. wide base wheels with Indianapolis 500 style race tires. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the way to do it. But when you film up these movies, you do have to have uh, you do have to have variations of it for sure. Yeah. So we're going to cut to break. We're going to come back just in a few minutes. We're going to continue the theme, people. Weird, odd, well, we get excited. Wacky cars. Stay tuned. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software Provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. 
Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Get on to WrenchNation.tv, people. And if you are an automotive industry professional, get on to, uh, we just created this pretty cool, it's a private page, if you're a professional, Service Life by Wrench Nation. And so that's where a bunch of us get together, share ideas, really looking to improve how we do. So in the end, we have the best consumer experience that we can design, if you will. So we're sharing ideas, and that's Service Life uh, by Wrench Nation. You can find that on Facebook. Just uh, invite, drop an email. Uh, we want to know that you're a professional, technician, shop owner, what have you. Uh, and we, you're in the group, man. And don't worry. When you get in there, it won't be too scary. We're just all trying to make each other better, and that's pretty cool. You know, we mentioned the uh, Rudy Chevy Astrovan, that tandem axle. I've seen those over the years, and usually when I see them, they're <laughs> I know like, exactly where you're going. Dude, they got like 80 to 100 thumping, <laughs> 14, 15-inch woofers just bumping. The yep. whole thing is bouncing on the road. Back then, that was the whole reason to extend the van was just to put more woofers in it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I guarantee you Rudy's going to have some, some serious sound coming out of that. Yeah, I'd like to follow up on that. That's pretty yeah. cool. If you're just joining us, we're talking about sort of a history's odd, weird, eclectic vehicles. Uh, we sort of went into the whole movie realm, and there are a ton uh, that we could definitely miss in this little hour that we have. But uh, we'd like to hear from you. You can get on a Wrench Nation Facebook. If you got an odd vehicle, man, we want to hear it. Yep. If you own one, let's get it up. Let's, let's share about it. Because yeah. we're all about odd I would like to uh, jump into some of these sports cars. Uh, boy, the list goes on and on. I want to bring up one odd vehicle, and and, I'm, and i got to be careful because some of you may own this. I've seen him in the garage, but the Subaru SVX. I don't know if you remember oh, yeah. that. That was the Subaru with all the windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a window chip guy's <laughs> favorite. No, well, Nightmare, but favorite with yeah. all those windows. But um you know, odd by the way, how unusual it was with that sort of window within a window style. Um, it it was it was a bit of a shocker as it came to marketplace based upon other vehicles uh, that were around. It, it sort of had that aircraft inspired cockpit, and it, and there was mm-hmm. that era where we had a lot of vehicles looked like aircraft, and it wasn't just like okay, just eighties. It was like you could go way back in time. Uh, to some of the future Rama style vehicles mm-hmm. uh, in the fifties, sixties. Actually, what comes to my mind right now, talking about that, is the one Howard Hughes built. How uh, the whole back of the car was an airplane, and I just love that era. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it seemed like aviation. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, some of it is like, man, what were we thinking? Right. But uh, some of those vehicles that still exist. Uh, this is going back a few years. We were honored to have uh, Ken Vela on, and of course. War Hoops was a salvage yard uh, outside of Chicago and Illinois. Uh, they that that salvage yard basically was given those GM concept cars that were very odd, that were very futuristic. And GM was like, "Hey, uh, make these cars disappear." Mm-hmm. Some of them did, but a lot of them didn't. And uh, you know, they car with trees growing through them. I mean, just an era. Uh, but uh, we did a whole show on that. It's like show 100, whatever. You guys can search the mm-hmm. – the uh, just. by the way, you can search index on the website, classic cars, uh, war hoops, whatever have you. But uh, what, other, what other cars do you have in the list, man? Well, I want you to Google this so I could get your natural reaction to this one. I love the natural. Go ahead. Okay. Type David Crow. David Crow is with a W. Yep. 1972 Honda. 
And let me see. 72. I hope it pops up. Well, you said 72 Honda. That's, that's got to be interesting. Let's take a look. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Intelligent approach to electric car? No. No, no. no. David Crow. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> what? Strange cars. The high heel shoe car was created by David Crow. Uh, 72 Honda CB350 motor and running gear. So it's literally a, a red stiletto. A red stiletto. That you can drive. With the drivetrain in the back. Um, Bree, look at this picture in studio. High heel shoe car. That you got to love that. I'm you, looking and I am impressed. Yeah, I mean. He can rock that heel. He must be a, <laughs> is he a body man? Because, like, how do you do that? I don't know, but it's a lot of work. But talk about odd. Yeah. Right? Um, what comes to mind, we had Kathy Droz, uh, her certified on. Uh, you know, she's uh, in her red high heels. She helps dealerships improve their service processes with uh, with the ladies. And, and of course, uh, she's in there. Uh, so I'm thinking that would be a great promotional car for yeah, her. It, Big high heels. You're not going to not see it. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. The Cyclops from the Big Bus movie is a rarity. That movie came out back in 76, often overlooked. And uh, it's one of those sort of underground movies. But... The Big Bus is about the insane adventure surrounding the first nonstop bus trip from New York City to Denver. Bree, look this up. The Cyclops from the Big Bus. <laughs> Back in uh, 76, it had a bowling alley in it. It had a swimming pool, an oriental lounge. It sounds like a wild movie. Probably some really poor acting with some poor car designer to maybe save the day with this odd vehicle. But the Cyclops, uh, the Big Bus, that Big Bus was a... Was an oddity. Yeah. Uh, we can't forget my parts distribution people, Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. Now, that wasn't an odd vehicle, but it was really odd how it was just slowly destroyed by Tommy <laughs> Boy. Movie, right? And that was that 67 Plymouth uh, GTX. Actually, there was uh, a Tommy Boy car went up for Barrett at Barrett last few weeks ago. I wonder what it I got. I think it went in the 70, 80 range, but it was actually distressed. Dented, damaged, just like the movie. I'd buy that. Yeah. I mean, if there's and some... Kevin Spade was there, so I was waiting to see what was going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's a big car guy. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, in fact, our our friend Dan Hogan, Hoagie Shines, oh, yeah. an authority on on building K5 Blazers and all yep. things uh, uh, GM pickup. Yep. Yeah, he did great, too. Didn't he buy a car from them? I don't know if he did. Bree, what do you think of that? I think that's cool. Um, the red shoe car? The red shoe car is pretty neat, but what about the bathtub car? Are you guys going to talk about that, that custom mm, rod-looking car? I know what she's talking about. Well, there was a about. bathtub era like the 56 Hudson, which we have. No, this is an actual bathtub. That is odd, but is it practical? Like, is no. So do you guys agree? Should you have the title odd? Like, Rudy's got odd, and he's driving it. Is this bathtub car breed drivable? Yeah, this looks like something that would show up at a rat rod car show. Mm-hmm. I just see something like that rolling down the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> you better have good brakes. I mean, there's so much that you can do. Um, so that Subaru SVX we mentioned, odd for its time, uh, definitely a window issue, uh, lots of windows. Mm-hmm. I've had a few of those in the garage, but nothing comes to mind about any major drama mechanically. I'm sure you guys yeah. listening probably have your stories. And I, there's a car that's not really odd, but I am actually a fan of Magnus Walker's 71 Porsche, the 277 one. I think that is just a cool style of Porsche, the way he has it designed. And I know he's modified it to you know, move along with his st- skill of driving. And I personally think that's an odd Porsche in a good way. Yeah, Magnus Walker's going to do Magnus Walker. He is. He's going to do what he wants, but I love that car. Yeah. Out of all the ones he has. 
Yeah, he was on, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 shows ago. Yeah. You guys check that out. Now, the cars of tomorrow, we touched in some of those concept cars, uh, you know, the sort of Futurama type cars. Uh, the 1970 Ferraro Modulo 512 concept car came out, and it violated every bit of what Ferrari was about, sort of that wedge design. And if you look this up, Brie, Ferrari Modulo 512 concept car, it was basically a slick version of the future car design. It was a super one-off car, the 70 Ferrari Modulo. It was powered up by 5-liter V12, which is, you know, small liters, many of the uh, small liters, many cylinders kind of thing. It reached uh, 0 to 60, 3.1 seconds, had a top speed of 220. But if you look, Bree, you just looked at the picture. It, does it look like a Ferrari to you? No, absolutely not. I'm looking at that, and I'm like, it looks like a pancake switched a UFO. Well, it, it has, exactly. It just violated the whole design theory of Ferrari. Yeah, I agree. And that's what made it odd. And if you guys want to look that up, that's the uh, 1970 Modulo. And talking about cars of the future, if you want to look up the BMW Vision, uh, very futuristic. I've seen some. But is it odd? It's odd. BMW, what is it? uh, Vision. Vision. And actually, the fenders swell up and expand and contract as you turn. That's that. Yeah. And you know what? You know what's uh, interesting is now they've got paint that changes color. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. That must be buku expensive. I think expensive. that is so cool. Yeah. All my body shop family, how, how about you like to get that in your, <laughs> I need to fender repaint it. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to match that? But I mean, one? that's all technology. I mean, I don't think, I, don't, I could be wrong. My kids in the future, I'm long gone and they, what's wrong with you? We got, our colors changed. I think it's going to be <laughs> a remote thing in the future. We can change the color of your car. I, you know, I like the ingenuity of some of, mm-hmm. of some of what we see. We do know that some of these concept cars, which can be very futuristic and odd, um, are just there. Let's face it, PR, let's get some sizzle. But some of those cars come into function, and it's pretty cool. But you're talking about that BMW Vision Next 100. Yeah, it's serious. It's an ultimate driving machine for year 2116. Damn. We could be around for that one. Shit. <laughs> uh, to, ce- <laughs> to celebrate its 100th birthday, BMW built a concept car of what it thinks sports sedans will look like a century from today. Yeah, if you watch the video, you'll be impressed. The whole front end expands and contracts as you turn and steer the wheels. And it's, I mean, the technology in that's amazing. So that's definitely a car of tomorrow. Absolutely. I wish it was actually tomorrow. It's got a HUD on steroids that heads up display on that. Yeah. And there's a ton of gaming references. How many of you think that, yeah, like we're going to have the technology so down that today we look at it, oh, like Tesla Tesla got into trouble because, like, you could game while you drive. Really, it was just the passenger. Yeah. And then the feds came down and said, no, you can't do that. Of course, he just made the whoopee cushion louder <laughs> feature because you don't mess with Elon Musk. But imagine that, though. Like, it, it, like our kids will laugh at us. Oh, my great-grandfather, that Frank and that Greg Ovis guy, uh, they actually drove and owned their vehicle. Right. That's a concept. I mean, I remember back in the day with my grandpa, you actually had like multiple keys, metal keys, just to get into the car, you know, back in the day. And now it's all remote, keyless, wireless, all kinds of stuff. So who knows what's coming? I mean, if you can think it, you can, I guess, make it happen. And I mean, I think that's part of the whole oddity thing. Here's one. And some of you are familiar with this. I've never seen one of these in the garage. Is it a truck? 
Is it a convertible sports car? Is it both? That Chevy SSR. The SSR mm-hmm. Chevy. You know, I'm not sure what they were thinking. I think they were trying to go after a few demos because you could turn it into a convertible, and boom, you had you had the uh, the truck. Sporting retractable hardtop, retro looks, and a V8 engine. Yeah, I'm surprised that didn't take off more because it has some good styling to it. It does. I mean, some of you are saying, Frank, that doesn't qualify as odd. Yeah. But again, odd could be not seen a lot. Odd in design doesn't have to look like sort of odd, but odd for design for what was coming out. Yeah, the definition was not the norm. So. Not the norm. Here's another one. Another 1980s Japanese <laughs> powerhouse, the Nissan Pulsar NX. Oh, my goodness. Had that little tiny triangle wing- window on it. The I modular car. Uh, the Nissan Pulsar NX Sportback. And the Sportback was the wheels, probably. That's Basically the, known as floor mats. cars from the bubble era <laughs> <laughs> of cockpits. Yep. I remember that car. I think, if, if, if I remember correctly, uh, early, way back in 89, 90, when I first started wrenching, I think I ran up. Yeah. I, and back then, you didn't, you didn't, they weren't, obviously, future classics back then, but you were like, oh, that is different. Has a look to it. It almost had sort of a, sort of this space. Back to the future look. Exactly. Yep, agreed. If I remember correctly, some of them were white and had like pink and turquoise stripes on them or squiggles uh, from the dealer on that, I think. But I mean, if you guys think about it, those cars led to mm-hmm. some of the high end because these cars were inexpensive, had to deal with gas crunch. Mm-hmm. They dominated. In fact, we do know based upon history GM, GM, domestic engineers, GM, Ford, Chrysler, they were smacked in the face silly because they thought, oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with these big, big daddy cars. No. And then the gas crunch came, and they, they kind of had to catch up. But it did lead to what is today uh, some of the high-end, Lexus, Infinity. And uh, so weird can lead to something. Well, if you really think about the branding from Nissan Infinity, that Nissan Pulsar basically evolved to the Infinity G35 Coupe. You know, it's just a, a long road, but that's probably what inspired it. Now, this isn't weird or odd, and we just got a quick moment here. The Duesenberg Coupe Simone mm. Midnight Ghost. Anything Duesenberg I, I yeah. love. But again, the, the, during that time, the epitome of Art Deco, which was huge. Uh, that car was made between 37 and 40. And if I remember correctly, two year, uh, maybe three years ago at the Las Vegas Concourse, they had a lot of Art Deco-style mm. cars. Yeah, I love the features of those Duesenbergs. Yeah. So there you have it. Never get tired of looking at them. We could go on and on. We could probably do another five hours. Oh, easy. Crack a beer or two and talk about (laughs) odd. But you know what we say on the show, man? If it's odd, it's weird, it's you. Live it, love it, trust that journey. Uh, It's not about who's got what. Enjoy your ride. I bring up the tandem axle Astro Van. It is different, but it is you, man, and that's what counts. Yeah, and I can't wait to see Rudy put that together. I'll, I'll send you some pictures when he's done. You guys rock, man. Uh, from Greg Ogus and I, uh, Susie Sockets, who's at the garage, we are always honored to spend it with you every week. We'll catch you guys next week. As I tell you every week, man, be safe, hug each other, and never forget, dog a mechanic.